0: So our football season came to an end last Friday, I guess it was the 14th, December 14th. And on Saturday, which I'm, I'm doing this on Sunday, on Saturday, yesterday, I guess yesterday was the 21st, one of our players who had signed on Wednesday with the University of Georgia, he is already at the University of Georgia and, and he is participating. In bowl practices. And so, real quick, it got very, very real for him because one thing that we can't do as high school coaches, we can never, ever create the intensity of the game of football at the college level because we will never be able to create the sense of urgency that exists at the University of Georgia and the competition within your position like it is at the University of Georgia and I was and so <clears throat> I was thinking about him this morning and you know I sent all of our players that ju- that just got done with me a text and I was just thinking about what I desire to teach these boys through the game of football what the holy spirit uses me to preach into these boys and I'm going to read seven things that came to my mind and I texted it to all of our seniors but I think it's applicable to all of us these are things that we need to do in our lives to be successful and I always think of Proverbs 3 5 and 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Bottom line is when we rely on ourselves and our own intuition and trust in our heart, We live a life that is chaos, and it's not consistent, and our thoughts are not consistent, and our actions are not consistent, and they're not good for us. So we live a life of chaos, leaning on our own understanding. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Do not lean on your own understanding. But in all of your ways, acknowledge God, and He will make your path straight. In everything I do, acknowledge God. Better said, live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Every action, every step, every relationship, everything I do, may I do it in Christ and have Him lead me, then my paths will be straight. So here's what I told him. Guys, I'm sitting here thinking about Justin already at UGA. Life is about to get real for all of you, and I want to make sure you clearly understand what I was trying to teach you. It was never about winning championships, but it is about this, and that is true. Like God called me into coaching football, and it was to be a light and ambassador for him to preach uh, Jesus Christ to use the game of football as a tool to preach Christ not just to our players but our parents, our community other coaches, whoever I would come across to preach the name of Jesus Christ and so first and foremost what was football about? What was I trying to teach you guys and will you take this with you the rest of your life? Number one, Jesus Christ Number two Always be first. First to meetings, first to the weight room, first to the practice field. I didn't say first, number one, you know, in the USA Top 25 or recruits or anything like that. We don't control that, but we do control being first to meetings, to the weight room, to the practice field, to the classroom. Number three, always give your best. Be the most attentive in the film room. Be the best in the weight room. Be the best on the field. Be the best in the classroom. These are things that we control. Number four, serve and respect everyone. Don't try and glorify yourself. Your play will do that. Serve others and respect others. Number five, say yes sir and no sir to your coaches. They are the boss. Obey and respect I don't care what they say to you. So good one, that is, is like, if your coach is yelling at you, yes, sir. You know, there's two words, yes, sir, and no, sir. And and then if you have a question, coach, can I ask a question? But in a most respectful way, we have got to teach our young men how to be respectful and life will go well for them. Number six, be humble. You walk and you breathe and you run and you think because God wills it. He can take it away. Number seven, and this is last, seven things Satan will use to destroy you. And there's many more. It's just these seven came to my mind, thinking about an 18, 19, 20-year-old boy, but really myself as well. Seven things Satan will use to destroy you. Non-Christian women. And, And, you know, what do I mean by that? Well, women will destroy a man. And, and we all know that that is true. And, and so, like, I'm not against women, but I do encourage my players and, and anybody that's around me, seek out women who love the world. Find a woman who will not have sex with you before she is married to you. Find that woman and marry her and your life will go well. But that's not what the flesh Desires, and that's not what the flesh lusts after. However, the lust of the flesh destroys a man. So, non Christian women, that's number one. I think everybody would agree with that. Number two is drugs. Number three is money. Number four is alcohol. Number five is cheating which is coveting, lying, which comes from coveting, and chasing glory, which comes from coveting. These things will destroy you, and it's not a life of purity, and in the long run, you will be devastated. However, make it your aim to serve the Lord, to follow in His steps, to follow His path lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge God, seek God, serve God, and he will make your path straight. Great. Have a great day. Win the day.